the Arizona Cardinals should 100% hire Sean Payton. You are locked on Cardinals. Your daily Arizona Cardinals podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Welcome in Locked On Cardinals. Alex Clancy here. I'm on location in Southern California for Thanksgiving. Um, excuse the video if it's a little off today. I'll be back uh, back at it this weekend. Thanks for making Locked On Cardinals your first listen each and every day, free and available on all platforms. Follow me on Twitter at Clancy's Corner. Follow the podcast at Locked On AZ Cards. Lot to talk about today. Lot to talk about, lot to talk about, lot to talk about. Um, this episode of Locked On Cardinals is brought to you by LinkedIn. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the candidates you want to talk to faster. Post your jobs for free at linkedin.com slash locked on NFL. Um, a little um, programming note, I would not do it a podcast on Friday. I'll be spending it with my family, but I'll be back at halftime at the Chargers Cardinals game to do a halftime show and then the post game react show right after, like I do every week. A lot's happened since we've talked. Sean Kugler has been removed from his post due to groping a woman reported by Josh Weinfuss of ESPN, friend of the show. Um, I tweeted out after Bob McManaman, another respected journalist, um, you know, here in Phoenix, I uh, tweeted out, uh, the initial report and then, you know, uh, and then followed up with, he was let go Sunday night, sent back to Arizona, was not coaching on Monday. Um, so he 100% should have been fired for this. It's unfortunate because he's the eldest statesman. He has the most experience of any coach on the staff. Uh, but you know, he had to be removed. Um, I'm going to talk about Sean Payton, though, for a large portion of today. And Sean Payton, according to Dan Graziano and Jeremy Fowler, both of ESPN, has interest in the Cardinals head coaching job and the Chargers head coaching job if either of them were to become vacant. And at this point, you feel like if the Chargers make the playoffs, Brandon Staley's job is safe. It seems more and more clear that the Cardinals will not be making the playoffs. And unless they can make some sort of massive run here, uh, you know, at, into week 12 and then after their bye week with some winnable games, there's going to be some uncomfortable conversations that will have to be had. One of which is, is Cliff Kingsbury going to be the head coach and realize the contract extension that he was given this offseason? Is Steve Kime going to be GM and realize the contract extension that he was given this offseason? We don't know. Is Kyler Murray going to play on Sunday? We don't know. And it seems like after the game on Monday, I talked about this a lot, that the team gave up. Buda Baker, after the game, was quoted as saying something to the effect of people weren't playing hard throughout the game. He answered that question. Um, I think it's time for a full-on reset tabula rasa clean slate. And... Sean Payton is the perfect guy to come in and do this. The perfect guy because he's done it already. The New Orleans Saints were a laughing stock of a franchise in the win-loss column for a long time. A long, long time. And he was able to come in in 2006 and turn that organization around. He took a young quarterback in Drew Brees after 
you know, being chosen after after the San Diego Chargers chose Philip Rivers over him. He went, he was gonna go to Miami. Miami chose Dante Culpepper. He lands with the Saints, and the rest is history. The New Orleans Saints win-loss record before Sean Payton was 244, 381, and five. Sean Payton's win-loss record was 152 and 69, and they won a Super Bowl. And they probably should have made another one if refs, you know, saw a an egregious um pass interference call that, that they missed. Um he'd just do it again. He turned Drew Brees into a Hall of Fame quarterback. Drew Brees, the undersized Drew Brees, turned him into a Hall of Fame quarterback. What's to say he can't do it again? He obviously loves a project, and the Arizona Cardinals are a project. And if you look at the skill position players on the offensive side of the ball for the Cardinals, any, any seemingly closely offensive-minded head coach would be salivating at the chance. Now, you could say the same about the Chargers for sure. And, I mean, it may be a better option. But if the Chargers make the playoffs, they and fire and Brandon Staley. The only snag here is that Cliff Kingsbury still has a contract extension waiting for him at, at the start of the 2023 season. And the other snag, the biggest one of all of them, the biggest one of all of them, the most irrational one of all of them, but yes, the biggest one, the most ironclad, uncircumventable situation that the Cardinals have seemingly in their organization is that there's no way Michael Bidwell's firing Steve Kime. There's just no way. That is the root of the definition of insanity that encapsulates the Arizona Cardinals organization. Michael Bidwell's inability to separate personal friendship from winning. He can't differentiate between the two. He refuses to. And it shows a complete lack of wherewithal um, you know, NFL aptitude for running an organization um, and really common sense, which is the most problem because I'm sure Michael Biddle is a very smart guy. You know, he was accomplished before taking over the team for his dad. But that is a brick wall that even the Kool-Aid man couldn't walk through. So that's going to be the snag because everything else checks out young up-and-coming quarterback who has hit a plateau because the coach can't coach him up any more than he has, in my opinion. There's been a lot of Kyler slander, a lot of Kyler Murray slander on Twitter. And you know what? I will say this and I will continue to say it. I'll take the player who's won his entire life over a coach who's never won his entire life. And a GM who's put together six, seven winning seasons. Like, I know he's only been the GM for 10 years. But if you tell me that Steve Kime deserves to have his job still, I vehemently disagree. Vehemently. Sean Payton is a guy who's had the perfect amount of time to cool off. And you know he's itching to get back in the game. He's itching. He saw when Drew Brees was going to tire that, you know what? I'm going to take a couple years off. I'm going to go make some cheese wearing a suit and tie and standing on the field. But he's been quoted multiple times as saying how much he enjoys Kyler Murray's game. And if there's one coach who could take a quote-unquote undersized quarterback and elevate him, it's Sean Payton because he did it 
for almost 15 years, not 15, what, 13 years with Drew Brees in, in New Orleans. He did it year after year. And I'd be hard-pressed to find on paper an offensive skill position group that is better that he had to work with in New Orleans than what the Cardinals have right now. I'm saying on paper. I know Marcus Colston, Robert Meacham, Devery Henderson, you know, they had a bunch of guys. They had a bunch of running backs come through there. I mean, it like they, they had guys. But DeAndre Hopkins, Hollywood Brown, Rondell Moore emerging, James Con- like it's an embarrassment of riches. And I think Sean Payton would salivate at the chance if he were given the opportunity to have more control than just calling the X's and O's. I think it'd be a perfect fit. And I think it would be ludicrous if the Cardinals win six or seven games this year for Michael Bidwell not to cut ties with both the head coach and the GM who put them in this spot. Locked on Cardinals, your team every day. Thank you for hanging out. I hope everybody enjoys their holiday season. Um, again, I will not be doing a show on Friday. I'll be hanging out with my family here. Uh, you know, I'm allowed to take a vacation once in a while, but I do. Thank you very much for hanging out. Thanks for being a part of this. And you know what? It's going to be fascinating once again to see how this, you know, how this season plays out. And if Sean Payton is infused into the future of the Arizona Cardinals, it would completely change the face of this organization. It would change the trajectory because we've seen him do it before. We haven't seen Cliff do it before. I'm going to talk about more in depth about this a little bit. I will talk about the Sean Coogler situation and why he was let go and and the fact that it was the right move that he was let go. I'm going to talk about both of those things next. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp Therapy Online. Now, BetterHelp is, I mean, it's a company that has a collection of therapists that, like, therapy is the thing that, you know, not a lot of people at times will jump into and think, you know, it's, you know, it's dumb or whatever. I've been in therapy throughout my life and it helps immensely. Okay. Life doesn't come with a user manual. All right. So whether, you know, when it's not working for you, it's, it's normal to feel stuck and therapists are trained to help you figure out the cause of challenging emotions and learn productive coping skills, which makes therapy the closest thing to a guided tour of the complex engine called you. BetterHelp has connected over 3 million people with licensed therapists. It's convenient, secure, and accessible anywhere, 100% online. And, you know, everyone deserves to feel their best. BetterHelp makes it easy to get started, okay? It's available 100% online. And if you, you know, aren't exactly jiving with the the first um, the first therapist you link up with, you're welcome to change whenever you want. They, you can do it via Zoom with the camera on, with the camera off. They make it as comfortable for you as possible. Okay, just fill out a brief questionnaire to match with the therapist. And again, if you aren't clicking, you can easily switch to a new one. There's no waiting rooms, no traffic, no endless search for the right therapist. Get unstuck with BetterHelp. Learn more and save 10% off your first month at betterhelp.com slash locked on. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash locked on. Locked on Cardinals, your team every day. Um, 
the Sean Payton thing is just fascinating. He was quoted as saying, uh, I think it was two weeks ago at this point, maybe, you know, around there, he was quoted as saying, and I'm paraphrasing, that there are a lot of teams that aren't going to win out there, and he wants to avoid them. And it's interesting that he still, you know, drops the Cardinals' name with reports again from Jeremy Fowler and Dan Graziano of ESPN that the Arizona Cardinals' head coaching job, you know, interests him. Now, there's another kind of way to get him in, okay? I'm like bargaining with myself to rationalize the fact that Steve Kime is never going to get fired. You can do a partnership. I would try, like, like Steve Kime is never going to get fired, okay? So, like, I think, you know, I, I realize that. Um, I try to give alternatives to what would happen if he did. The, the, this organization would be just unleashed out of the, you know, definition of insanity that, that it's it'd been infused with since 2013 when he took over and started drafting, you know, as he drafts. Statistically, the worst GM drafting since. So, you can, you know, you can say that he's drafted well, but, you know, he, he hasn't, so. Um, that that's the thing. So if you put him in the war room with Steve Kime, like an, an adult would be in the room at that point with Sean Payton and Sean Payton hasn't always had the greatest drafts. Okay. But found Elvin Kamara, Kamara, damn it. Um, you know, found Michael Thomas, who's second round pick. What about the second round wide receivers that Steve Kime has found? Andy Isabella. Chad Williams in the third. That was a good one. He didn't, he wasn't even invited to the combine. Um, Christian Kirk was fine, but you know, never realized his true potential here. Um, so if they were to fire Cliff Kingsbury and bring in Sean Payton and have Steve Kime still be GM, I'd still feel a million times, you know, more confident in the in the coaching in front office stuff. Because you know Sean Payton's got friends. He'd bring in somebody, he'd bring in a new offensive line coach. Run game coordinator. Sean Payton is an adult. He's a winner. And that's what the Cardinals need. The Cardinals need to not worry if the head coach is doing their job properly. <laughs> kind of goes without saying, but the Cardinals need a head coach that they don't have to worry about. With B.A., like, you didn't have to worry about him. He, he's, he, he had a kind of a laissez-faire, rudimentary way of coaching. You know, he was the true players coach but he'll eat your lunch you know he just didn't he, he didn't have a restrictor plate at all he didn't have a restrictor plate on his play calling it was throw the ball down the field either catch hole for a pi which they got copious amounts of with john brown and jaron brown and jj nelson and, and bg and Britton golden like it didn't matter run fast turn around catch the ball or hope for a pi that was kind of a part of the offense the defense was good too defense was veteran at that point there were some young pieces, obviously, but it was the veteran squad. Cliff Kingsbury, like, okay, there is a line into a conversation that could be had that Kyler Murray's the problem, okay? I think it's asinine, but I think that the blame pie is like 60-40 Cliff Kyler. 65-35 Cliff Kyler, 70-30. I like 70-30, Cliff Kyler, okay? But that's not doesn't mean Kyler Murray's devoid of anything. And I that's like a either you think it's one or the other. That's – no. 
But I do think that Cliff Kingsbury severely, severely lacking in the ability to elevate players. Severely. He goes as the talent goes. He's a passenger, not a captain. He's a backseat driver. He's not a guy. He's not a leader of men. He can't elevate talent. The Cardinals win because their talent prevails. He has a couple great play calls here and then for sure. But do you trust Cliff Kingsbury to make the right play call when they need a first down? I don't. I just don't. Shame on me. Or, you know, fool me thrice. Threw me, fool me 20 times. Shame on me. Now, is that unfair to, to put all the blame on Cliff for this season? Yeah. And I don't put all the blame on him this season. I mean, everybody's injured. But it's like, we could talk about, well, let's talk about poor Arizona Cardinals, and they've got all the injuries. It's like, what, are we just going to just not talk about the play on the field at all? There's still a structure with players who are backups and players who are starters. It's a demeanor. It's how you carry yourselves. And if you tell me in the second half the Arizona Cardinals didn't give up, I don't care who's on the field. They gave up. And you know what that is? That's leadership. That's structure. That's stability. Well-run franchises don't give up. Ever. And that's what we witnessed. Quickly with the Sean Kugler being let go. Uh, yeah, he def- definitely should have been let go. 100%. Josh Weinfuss had it. ESPN. Uh, groped a woman uh, over the weekend. Was let go. Okay. 100%. Uh, that was my bad. Wh- where I jumped the gun too quickly and said that he was a scapegoat. Um, because it couldn't have been Cliff. Or, or Steve Kime. 100% on me. I didn't see the full report. I should have waited. That's on me. Um, 100% on me. And um, I, you know, react to reports that I see, you know? And I, and I, you know, I should have waited until the full story came out. It was an incident, you know? Bobby Mack did a great job reporting it, that it was an incident. You know, there were a bunch of, you know, well-respected people out, you know, who, who did, and I, and I should have waited until I saw the full report to, to have any sort of real um, thought process on it. So that is 100% on me. But the Arizona Cardinals did the right thing by letting Sean Kugler go. And, um, yeah, hopefully the Cardinals can, can rally and get the offensive line a little bit healthier and uh, make a push through the rest of the season. And, listen, crazier things have happened than a 4-17 and making the playoffs. But it starts with Sunday against the Chargers. And uh, we'll see what happens. There, there's one thing that I want to talk about. As tonight rolls on with uh, Hard Knocks in season, there was a report out that they will not be talking about any of the Eno Benjamin stuff. And I'm going to softly question that. And, uh, yeah, I'm going to talk about that. And, you know, it's fascinating. (laughs) This season has been wildly fascinating for, you know, not only just on the field, off the field stuff, everything in between with Hard Knocks being here. Like, it's, it's fascinating. Not good, not bad, fascinating. Uh, I'll rip that through next segment about my thoughts about why they're pulling it when it was the biggest storyline, even though it's, you know, Benjamin, uh, you know, he was seventh round pick and, you know, he was released. We're not going to find out anything. Huh? That's interesting. Locked on Cardinals, your team every day. I'm going to roll that on next. First betonline.net. This episode of Locked on Cardinals is brought to you by BetOnline. Or uh, is <laughs> brought to you by LinkedIn. Holy mackerel. Um, LinkedIn jobs helps you find the right people for your team faster 
and for free. Okay. I use LinkedIn a lot and it's interesting that it makes it so much easier for people who have job openings to find people that they're looking for and target it to an audience for qualified, you know, applicants for their job. So you make your post, add your job in the purple hashtag hiring frame to your LinkedIn profile to spread the word that you're hiring. Simple tools like screening questions make it easy to focus on candidates with just the right skills and experience so you can quickly prioritize who you'd like to interview and hire. It's why small, small businesses rate LinkedIn jobs number one in delivering quality hires versus leading competitors. LinkedIn jobs helps you find the qualified candidates you want to talk to faster post your job for free at linkedin.com slash locked on nfl that's linkedin.com slash locked on nfl to post your job for free terms and conditions apply and i get to go local got get to talk about mysolarnerd.com if you're in the market for solar you want to listen up mysolarnerd.com these guys are local okay they're not out of towners who are going to, you know, use misleading tactics and end up overcharging homeowners. They've been doing this for a while and understand that an educated customer is a happy one and their no pressure approach will make sure all your questions get answered. They firmly believe that if you live in Arizona, switching to solar should mean saving money. Once you're ready, they'll put their industry knowledge to work for you by choosing their the best equipment, warranties, and better business bureau accredited installer. They'll also help you find out all the credits and incentives you may qualify for, and they'll make sure to transition your transition to solar as smooth as possible by managing the entire project for you and keeping you updated along the way. Our listeners will get a $50 Amazon gift card when they book a no commitment evaluation. And remember this pro, uh, promotion is only uh, for our listeners that are homeowners. So for those that are homeowners, visit mysolarnerd.com and select locked on in there. How did you hear about a section? Make the switch to solar on your terms. Start your research process by visiting mysolarnerd.com today and show locked on some love by letting them know we sent you folks go getting solar or going solar doesn't need to be complicated. MySolarNerd.com makes it easy. All right. Fascinating season. This has been, so I've been doing this since 2017, Unlocked on Cardinals. Uh, thank you, David Locke, for keeping me employed for that long. Um, you can follow me on Twitter, Clancy's Corner, follow the podcast at Locked on AZ Cards. Please subscribe to the YouTube channel as well. Um, the Eno Benjamin release, I talked about it more in depth than I normally would have earlier or, you know, mid last week. I think it was actually a week ago. You can check it out on Wednesday's podcast of last week. Seventh round pick, Arizona State. Okay. I talked a lot about how the Arizona Cardinals are a transplant team, just like the city in which they play. And building an identity surrounding a team that constantly has moving pieces and additions from other organizations is difficult. It's difficult to sustain. It's difficult to build upon and strengthen. And when you have a guy like Eno Benjamin, who's been a fan favorite because he went to ASU and, you know, in James Conner's stead, when James Conner was out for a handful of games, you know, Benjamin came out as an RB1. He played really well. And, he, there was a commotion, a heated discussion between he and, and, and an assistant coach after a win, and he was promptly released the day after. So my thought was, oh, man, 
this will be interesting to see how it went down on Hard Knocks in season. And then there was a report out a couple days ago that said that it would not be featured at all on Hard Knocks in season, the episode that's airing tonight. And that perplexed me. Because aside from, you know, the actual game storyline, they've got 40 minutes to fill. That's one of the biggest stories surrounding the team since we last saw the Hard Knocks in-season episode. And I know that the team has control over what gets aired and what doesn't. And I know that you don't want to put your team in a bad light when you see a commotion between a player and an assistant coach. I understand that. I mean, that makes rational sense. And don't sign up for hard knocks or don't accept the bid if you don't want to show what happened. Now, that's easy for me to say, I don't own the team. I'm not on the coaching staff. I'm not a player in that locker room. It could show them, make that, you know, it, it could expose some things. Don't sign up for hard knocks. Don't accept the bid. This, to me, cowardice is a strong word, but this shows to me just the Arizona Cardinals being the Arizona Cardinals. Running the organization like they've won 10 Super Bowls. How dare you? We will not be posting that. We will That will not be part of the episode. We've got it from here. We, we know how to run a successful organization. We've done it. Look at the look at the Super Bowls. Look at the trophies. Now, that may be like, we, we don't know what happened. We don't know what was said. You don't have to show the, you know, the face-to-face or whatever it was, the argument. That's not what I'm talking about. It, that's not what it's about. It's not about like popcorn TV, like, ooh, let's see somebody get cut. That's not what it's about. What it's about is acknowledging that something happened and allowing that to be acknowledged and allowing that to be a part of the story of the season. What, are people just going to forget that, you know, Benjamin was cut out of nowhere after after something that happened with, with the coach? That's it? But pending what was said, and I don't know what was said, but there are very, like, unless there was something absolutely egregious, it's like, what harm would it have done if you sit him down, like I said last week, and have a conversation with a young man, his second year in the league, maybe he made a mistake. Maybe you give him a second chance. Maybe you'd be different. And say, you know what? That was unacceptable. Will not be tolerated again. You're suspended for three weeks and you're going to come back and you're going to be a part of this team. And this is barring something egregious. And trust me, I don't know, but if this was just an argument with a coach, and again, we don't know, but if this was just an argument with a coach and he was cut because of it to set an example of because he was only a seventh round pick and you just let him walk and then it's scrapped from the episode in its entirety, not even discussed. 
cowardice is a strong word and I'm not going to use cowardice, but how about cowardice light? Cowardice light. It's a working title. I'm fascinated again to watch tonight, tonight's hard knocks in season. You know, hire Sean Payton. Correct to remove Sean Kugler from his post. And fascinated to see if they even mention the name Eno Benjamin tonight. That's Locked on Cardinals Wednesday live podcast in a nutshell. I will be doing my crossover with, 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 with Mr. David over there and Locked on Chargers. That is going to be fascinating. We're going to post that tomorrow. I said fascinating way too many times today. And then Tyler Rowland and I will be doing Locked on NFL Thursday uh, national stories talking turkey. Tyler likes, you know, uh, what is it, green bean casserole? Out of here with that. Out of here with that. Uh, I will be, you know, eviscerating him. So if you want to hear about some sides and do things like that, we'll talk about the games, obviously, the Thursday night games. You can check me out there. Locked on NFL, free and available wherever you get your podcast as well. Thank you for hanging out. Hope everybody has a fantastic Thanksgiving. I will be taking Friday off. I will be back Sunday at halftime of the Cardinals-Chargers game. Hopefully with the Cardinals having a big lead and turning the season around. Alex Nancy, Locked on Cardinals. I'll talk to you Sunday at halftime.